Welcome to The Stew with JT Brew. I'm your host, Justin Taylor, here on the Dynasty Pros Football Channel. Today, we talk week five college football betting action, the games I like, the JT Parlay, play of the day. It's all head. Stick with us here. The Stew begins now. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the mock draft and now we making a mockery of the leaderboard. Quite obviously not a scrub to start an institute. Make evaluations like a commission to do. It's to the point your wife make you watch in a different room. Update your roster and pick and choose when you get some news. Not much that we enjoy more than sifting through sifting through new statistics to make it to our end zones through different groups. Universities, institutes, down to homies who click in groups. I introduce Thanks for joining me here on The Stew. Time to get into college football week five action. Some of the bigger games of the week we're going to go over, and then at the end here we'll go through some of my favorite picks and stuff I like going into this week. A big one this week, Friday night action, Utah at Oregon State. Oregon State Tough loss to Washington State last week is uh, they had they were on the road, made a late comeback, but could not get it done in that one. I had Oregon State minus two and a half, didn't get it done, so I took the loss there. This one now is Utah at Oregon State. Oregon State's a three and a half point favorite, over under 44 and a half. This one just feels like a defensive battle to me. Utah has been tough as nails the whole time. They've been just crazy balls out on defense this year they've been great still don't have cam rising at quarterback but it's not kept them from sticking in games playing tough oregon state's offense been improved they've slowed down a little bit lately their defense is solid they're not spectacular this is a tough game to bet if i was gonna bet this game i'm probably taking the points this feels like a very close game three-point game Three and a half. I'm probably taking U-Haul at the uh, Utah. Excuse me, at the minus uh, plus three and a half. Utah on the road. I think the Utes keep this one close. I'd rather have the points in this one because uh, I think this game could go either way. I think Utah could obviously come out win this game straight out. If that's the case, I want to take the points and give myself a chance. I think uh, my buddy Brian. Toast uh, jumping in here saying, yo, listen to the late night podcast here. We're getting the bets in late. Uh, usually get the show on a little bit earlier, but tonight you know, kind of ran behind flag football season is underway. I had practice earlier tonight uh, with my son Walker. So a little late on the broadcast. Next game up, USC Colorado. This one, I just don't know what to think. I really don't. I thought Colorado would get worked by Oregon, but I thought the offense would show up and they would somewhat stay in that game. I thought it was like maybe a 17-21 point game. I kind of thought like 52-35, somewhere in that range. I thought at least Colorado would be in the 20s. Uh, No, they were getting smoked 42-0. I think they put up a late score to make it 42-6. They just got worked. Uh, Bad, bad up there in Eugene. The Ducks put it to them. I think it was just kind of one of those everything went against Colorado at the same time. So that was the toughie. Now they're at home though for USC. It's 21 and a half again. They were at 21, 20, 20 and a half most of last week uh, going to that Colorado game. Over under 73 and a half. That's a monster number. It's a monster. It was the 70s last week. I was kind of leaning the over last week. I kind of told everybody, I'm probably taking the over. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think either team could stop each other. 
Well, I was wrong. Oregon definitely could stop Colorado. They shut them down completely. This game on the other side, I don't think USC's defense is as good as Oregon. USC defense has been lackluster all season. They've let teams hang around. They haven't covered against almost anybody. They've killed me so far in parlays this year by not getting the cover. Can Colorado bounce back? Can the offense bounce back? I think they do a little bit. I just I don't trust this USC defense. They've given up too many points to teams that are not as good offensively as Colorado. I think Shadur Sanders is going to want to show up. Home crowd. I think he's going to come out and ball. I think USC gets this win. Do they cover the 21 and a half? I don't know. I don't know if this USC team is as good as we thought they were, or I don't know if they're just kind of walking through the early part of the season because they have looked lackluster in a lot of these games. I couldn't believe that game last week. Arizona State stuck with them the whole way. I jumped in. Live bet Arizona State. I mean, it put a load on Arizona State live bet at plus 16 and a half, I think, when they were originally 34-point underdogs, and they covered that because they just were scoring. USC couldn't pull away. It was ugly. Until USC starts proving me they can shut people down and blow people out, I'm just off on USC. 73 and a half, I, I want to take the over so bad. This game feels like it's in both teams are scoring in the 30s or 40s. That's such a hard number to hit. It really is. I mean, everything has to go right offensively. So this one is, is a toughie for me. I'm going to wait and think on it for a while. I'm not sure if I'm going to bet. Yet on this game, I just don't feel comfortable either way. I don't trust USC's defense. I like Colorado's offense a lot. I think their defense is awful. So USC is going to put up points in this game, I, I can guarantee you. Uh, can Colorado's offense show up this week? I think they do. I think they cover the 21 and a half. I think this game is closer than you think. I just unless USC just all of a sudden pulls it together. They seem like they've been sleepwalking right now. I'm avoiding this game right now unless I see it swing one way or the other. If you absolutely you know, held my hand to the fire and said, what are you taking? I'm probably taking Colorado to cover the three touchdowns, and I'm probably taking the over. I'd love to move that line down a little bit, maybe get it closer to 69, somewhere in that range where, you know, somewhere you could get a 38, you know, 28 38 31 game covers you um but i think there's going to be points in this game as i think both these teams have absolutely terrible defenses absolutely awful defenses um another game right now i'm having a hard time finding it on the books penn state northwestern i've seen it out there at 27 and a half over under 45 and a half i've been like i said hard finding to get this game on the books. Penn State feels like an absolute blowout here. Northwestern is terrible. I don't even know how they won that game in overtime against Minnesota last week. Huge choke job by the Gold Gophers. I, they're going to want that one back at the end of the year and realize they totally screwed that game up. I think Drew Alar has shown up. He's played really well when they've asked him to. This defense is dominant from Penn State. They really put it to Illinois couple weeks ago taking takeaways four interceptions in that game penn state all the way it's 27 and a half i'm not even worried about that i'm taking that all day this game could be 45 three it really could i mean i can see penn state absolutely destroying them so i'm going to keep an eye on the books see where i can find that game at 27 27 and a half anywhere i'm taking that one anything under 
35, I'm probably taking that as I think Penn State absolutely rolls the Nittany Lions. Now, another game on the schedule. This has been one of my favorite bets the last couple of years. Florida at Kentucky. Right now, Kentucky's a minus one over under a 44. I used to tell all my buddies, take this bet. Take Florida, take Florida, take Florida. I don't care what the spread is. I don't care where the game's being played at. This is a guaranteed Florida cover. They won 31 straight games in this series from 1987 to 2017. It was the give me pick of the season. Always. Loved it. Always took this game. But the tide has turned. Kentucky has won two in a row in three of the last five in this series. This one's got me confused. I'm not sure where I want to go on this one. Kentucky at home, I like it. Their offense has improved. The defense has been decent. Florida's played a much tougher schedule. I like their defense. Their defense is legit, but you just never know what kind of offense you're going to get from Florida. This one has me nervous right now. I'm leaning at an avoid in this game just because I don't know if I had to take one. I'm taking Kentucky uh, either as a pick or a minus one. Uh, I just don't believe in this Florida offense, especially at Kentucky, as Kentucky's kind of owned them a little bit lately. But again, we saw in that game against Tennessee, Florida can step up. The Gators can step up when they need to. So this game currently sitting in a void. If I had to take it, I would be taking Kentucky on the money line. Georgia-Auburn. This one's 14.5 for Georgia, over under 46.5. Georgia has not covered a bunch this year. They're kind of getting the offense into gear. Defenses look great. Uh, Trying to figure things out. I think the Auburn Tigers are bad. I I really do. Uh, Whenever you have to bring in a Michigan State quarterback as your transfer and he's your best option at QB, I think you're in trouble. Michigan State's terrible. I just think Hugh Freeze is a really good coach. Auburn, nice hire there. I think he's going to turn the program around. I just don't think it's this year. I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, if you can buy this one down to 13 and a half, just a you know, case of a backdoor cover where Georgia pulls players early, something like that. I like to buy it down to 13 and a half, get it a you know, two touchdown win. I think Georgia wins this game uh, pretty handily. I have no problem. Even if you want to get on the 14 and a half, I think that's fine. I like to get it under that two touchdowns just in case, like I said, some late set, late touchdown where it's 21 ends up being 14 and you miss by that hook. You hate to see that. So I'm probably trying to buy this one down to 13 and a half if I can. A big one out in North Carolina, the Duke Blue Devils against Notre Dame. Minus five and a half right now for Notre Dame, over under 52 and a half. This might be the single biggest football game in Duke history. Home game, ESPN College football's games, uh, football game day is going to be out there. The crowd is going to be rocking. Duke is, I don't know if they've ever been this good in football. It's, it's crazy. This is going to be a wild game. I feel like this game could go anywhere. I really do. Notre Dame, I mean, just a gut punch loss to Ohio State. Last play of the game last week, a game they should have won. Only 10 players on the field on the last play. They gave up the touchdown. He barely got in as it was. You just feel for the fighting Irish there. They, you thought they had a game at home. You thought they had it won. They didn't. Now do they come back with a vengeance and just put it to Duke? 
Or did they have a little bit of a hangover? We got the loss. Are we out of the playoffs now? Can we can we recover? You just never know how a young team like this is going to handle it. I Honestly, I could see Notre Dame winning this game by three touchdowns. I also could see the Dukies fighting it out to the very end, see if they get some takeaways like they did in the Clemson game earlier this year and sticking in it. So right now, the line opened at like two Notre Dame. I would have hammered that. I, I would have hammered the two. It's gotten up to five and a half now as more people have gotten on Notre Dame. For me, I'm probably taking the Irish. I just think they're a better program. They're a better team. Sam Hartman, you know, the fifth fifth year, I'm pretty positive, fifth year uh, senior quarterback from Wake Forest first year at Notre Dame. He's been spectacular uh, so far, over 1,000 yards passing, double-digit TDs, no interceptions this year. He's been great. I think Notre Dame has a much better defense than Duke. So I think that's the difference there is I think the defensive side of the ball, Notre Dame shuts down this Duke offense. This one I'm a little gun shy on is again, does Duke just come out and play out of their mind with the college game day there? Everybody riled up. Does Notre Dame have a hangover? I could see it happening. Statistic wise, you take all that out as far as, you know, kids, how they're going to react. Notre Dame should wash. Duke in this game. They really should. So you think you got to take Dukies with a touchdown. I'm probably, or excuse me, taking the Irish, winning by a touchdown. That's where I would lean. Uh, a couple other games that I really like this week uh, for betting purposes, maybe not outside, not, not the headline games, but games I'm liking. Washington at Arizona. I have been preaching Washington all year. The Huskies offense is dynamic. They, they have come out and just shown that they are for real. Michael Penix Jr. leads the nation in passing yards. The guy has been spectacular. Uh, right now, they're piling up 593 yards per game. Number one in the country. Number three in scoring at 49.8. Now, they could have put up more points than that as they've taken out starters a few times, but almost 50 points a game. Like I said, Michael Penix Jr., 409 yards passing a game, 1,636 yards, 16 TDs, four games, folks. Four games. He's at 1,600 yards and 16 touchdowns. That is phenomenal. This guy is lighting it up. Arizona's off to that nice three and one start, but they've played a very weak schedule. Very weak schedule. Three and one is the only reason this game is even close for me. I Arizona. Let's let's look at some of the guys they played. They played Northern Arizona, an absolute awful UTEP team, and then they beat Stanford by a point. Who I don't think is any good this year. And then their best game of the year was their loss. They lost by seven to Mississippi State. I thought that was their best performance against a better team. I'm hammering watching this game. It's seventeen and a half over under sixty seven and a half. If you can get it down to 16 and a half, you buy it down by a point or even buy it, take the hook off, get it to 17. I think they win by way more than that. I always like to cover myself just in case backdoor bets, and things like that. You don't want the cover at the end. I think Washington rolls though. I, I'm as comfortable as you want to actually bet Washington up to like pull, you know, minus 21. You know, you get crazy even minus 24. And get that plus odds. I, I'm in on it. I think the Huskies are for real this year. They are going to pile points up in the desert in Arizona. 
Love Michael Penix Jr. this year. He is fighting for a Heisman. This offense is just hitting on all cylinders. I have no problem. I'm hammering this game. I'm hammering Washington. I said hammer him against Michigan State. I hope you did. They won 41-6. to It was an easy cover. I think they do it again here. Another one of these teams absolutely lighting it up. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Oregon Ducks. They are at Stanford, so it's on the road. Just absolutely dominated Colorado at home. All the buzz was around this game. Let's see if the Ducks keep it up in a game that's, you know, a possible letdown game. To me, I don't see it happening. I think they absolutely roll them. Stanford is not good. Oregon is fighting to be at the top of the Pac-12. Everybody in this conference wants to get that into the playoffs or final year, win the conference the final year of the Pac-12. Right now, the over-under is 27.5 points for Oregon. 61.5 is the over-under. I'm loving Oregon. Oregon's averaging 54 points a game right now, second in the nation. They're second in the nation in total offensive yards, 570 a game. Uh, Stanford, 178th in the nation of points, just 22-5 a game. They're giving up over 32 points a game for a team that scores 54. Not good. I think Oregon's locked and loaded. I think they're ready in this game. They've got a really tough part of their schedule coming out. I think they want to hammer this one going into a bye week and be ready for the tough part of their schedule with Oregon State and USC and Washington, all those games. I think Oregon covers this 27.5 big time. I'm absolutely all over that one. So that's going to lead me to one of my favorite plays of the day. Going to pop it up here on the bottom of the screen. I'm taking a two-pick parlay here. I'm taking Oregon 27.5 at minus 110. I'm taking Washington at minus 20.5 at minus 140. I'm going to buy it a little bit on the point there. I'm going to get that one um, at the the minus 20.5. That's a two-pick parlay. I'm going to put 1.5 units on it. And that's at plus 312 on FanDuel. So a nice little two-team parlay, plus 312. I feel like both these teams roll. If you want to get a little more on the plus side and you want to move those lines up a little bit for both those teams, I don't hate it. I, I think you could jump on it and take that. But I really like both these. Those are my hammers of the week. Oregon, Washington, they just been putting up points. I love it. Let's get into a few other games. we got some early games this week. Love the Thursday night action. Love the Friday night action. Let me jump on the Thursday night games for you. Jacksonville State, 3-1 and one against Sam Houston State, 0-3. Oh right now it's sitting at minus 6.5, at minus 115, over under 36.5. Sam Houston State. Awful. Awful. Worst offense in the nation. They are averaging 3 Point three points a game. You heard me right. 3.3 points a game through three games. 147.7 yards total offense. Wow. They've scored one touchdown. One touchdown in three games. Jackson State is not a world beater, but they're better than Sam Houston State. Jackson State has already taken care of a really bad UTEP team. They lost by 14 to Coastal Carolina, who was solid, so they were in that game, and then they blanked a bad Eastern Michigan team. I'm going Jackson State on this one. I know they're on the road. They're a new D1 program. 
I just don't believe in Sam Houston State whatsoever. I will take the minus six and a half on that. I think Jackson State wins by a touchdown. I don't think Sam Houston State can score a touchdown. So I think they win that one. So that is my Thursday night pick. If you're looking for a Thursday night play, that's the one I like. I'll tell you my favorite Friday night play here, Louisville at NC State. It's minus three and a half, Louisville, minus 120 uh, is, is that pick. Well, over under 55 and a half. I've watched every NC State game this year so far. They're not very good. Brennan Armstrong came over from Virginia, meets up with his old offensive coordinator for Virginia. He had one spectacular season at Virginia. That's long gone. I, he looks lost. Their offense looks lost. He's got five touchdowns, four interceptions this year. If you take out the VMI game, which is Virginia Military Institute, if that tells you anything. If you take out that game where he completed 84% of his passes, he's only at 52% completion percentage on the year. Don't like him. Don't like that offense. I'm jumping on Louisville. Jack Plummer, 1,200 yards already this year. 10 TDs in four games. Jamari Thrash is a lightning in a bottle as a wide receiver. I love him. He has a touchdown in every game this year from the wide receiver position, and they're getting nice uh, production from their running game. So that's my Friday night game. I'm taking Louisville to minus three. I think they put it to NC State, who has not looked good, and they played some pretty bad teams, and they barely beat them. So I'm taking Louisville in that one. Looking at a couple other games, just in case those Friday-Saturday games are something that jumps out at you, you want to talk about, hey, what else do you like on that if you want to maybe parlay together? Like I said, I like Jackson State uh, big time for that Thursday game. A couple other Thursday games, Western Kentucky versus uh, Middle Tennessee State. Western Kentucky just got hammered by Ohio State, but they got a big-time offense. They're 2-2 two and two, going against Middle Tennessee State, 1-3. and three. I like Western Kentucky. They're minus 6.5 at home. Over under 60 and a half. I definitely like the over in this game. Both these teams tend to put up points. Uh, even though uh, Middle Tennessee State's only one and three, they played a tough schedule so far. They've looked good. Uh, they just haven't got any wins. Uh, they got hammered by Alabama in the opener, lost to Missouri by four, beat Missouri, uh, Murray State, excuse me, and then came back and lost a tough one by eight to Colorado State. So I think this is a, I think this game is, is, it's going to be reasonable. So if you don't love Western Kentucky, I like the seven. I think they win this by seven, but I also can see you taking the over in this game. They typically are a team that scores in the 60s, 70s, 80s a lot of the time. So at, at 60, I don't mind it. I'm probably going to put this, if you want to take Jacksonville State, parlay that with Western Kentucky. I love that two-team parlay. You want to throw a third game in there? Tulsa Temple, minus three and a half. Tulsa at home over under 55 and a half. I'm jumping on Tulsa there. If I can get it down to three by the hook, I like that three-team parlay there. Uh, take a look at that one. If you're going to look at the Friday night slate to go with my Louisville pick, the first game I kind of talked to you about, that Utah-Oregon State game, I like taking Utah there. Give me the points three and a half. I'll take them to go with Louisville. And then there's two other games. If you want to put these together any way you want, Louisiana Tech. Two and three against one and four UTEP. I've said it over and over. I think UTEP is awful. They're a really bad program. Louisiana Tech's minus one in this game. I'm hammering Louisiana Tech at minus one. I'll throw that in the parlay. And then BYU Cincinnati's kind of the, the second big game of the night behind Utah, Oregon State. 
BYU three and one, Cincinnati two and two. Cincinnati is one and a half point favorite over under 48 and a half. I kind of like BYU on the plus side there. Cincinnati's got to travel to BYU. They don't typically play on the West Coast. They don't usually play in that high altitude. If I had to lean here, I'm leaning BYU in this game. BYU just came off a a very tough loss, 38-27 at Kansas, where they played with them the whole time. They beat Arkansas by seven already this year, uh, beat what we already talked about, a bad Sam Houston State team in the opener, and then uh, beat Southern Utah pretty handily. I like BYU in this game. I think they get it done against a Cincinnati team who played fairly tough against Oklahoma, kept within 14, uh, lost by seven to Maryland, and then beat a bad Pitt team by six. I think BYU gets this one because they're at home. I like that. Looking through the rest of the slate, some other tough games. There's not a lot I like out there. Texas A&M at Arkansas. That is an avoid for me. Texas A&M came out there uh, starting QB. Uh, Connor Wegman out for the season with a foot injury. I don't want any part of that game. Arkansas has had all kinds of injuries. KJ Jefferson's been really good, but he's not got a lot of help. Raheem Sanders has been out the last couple weeks. That game, I just don't know where to go with it. I'm avoiding that one altogether. I just do not like it. Uh, looking down the rest of the slate. If you're looking at a sneaky game, I say it every week, I bet against Virginia. I just think Virginia is no good. Boston College is only one and three, but they've played some tough teams. They're at home. Right now it's three and a half. I'd take a Boston College money line or even move that hook down to minus three. I like Boston College in that one against Virginia. Most people are going to stay off that game because it's just a bad game, but you can make money on bad games. So that's one I'm taking a look at. Uh, looking down the rest of the slate, you know, Michigan at Nebraska is a trap game if there ever was one. Michigan, just they just don't seem to cover. They All they have to do is give a one big play, and then they end up not covering because they love to pound the ball on the ground. They end up dominating games, but just not the way you want to see it on the scoreboard. Right now they're sitting at 17.5, over under 39.5. I don't think Nebraska can move the ball on them. I think Michigan's defense is just way too tough. Push the hook, take the hook, get it down to 17. I'll take Michigan minus 17 in that one. Looking through the rest of the slate, anything that jumps out at me, really interesting Texas-Kansas game. Both teams undefeated. Texas number three, Kansas number 24. It's sitting at 16 and a half right now, over under 61 and a half. Texas finally getting off to a good start, but they just look so inconsistent. Sometimes this offense looks amazing. They've got NFL potential all over the place. And other times you're like, where, what, what are they doing? They look, Quinn Ewers look great against Alabama. 34-24 win. Took out the tide at Alabama. Huge win. They come back home the next week and struggle against Wyoming. Then they end up beating a bad Baylor team at Baylor last week. Pretty much handled them. This Kansas, typically, this is a blowout for Kansas on the road at Texas. They beat a tough BYU team at home last week by 11. They beat Nevada, who's not very good, by 7. Used some nice turnovers and takeaways to beat Illinois by 11 and then beat uh, Missouri State in the opener by 31. I think this is Texas. I think Kansas gets a, a, a... a punch in the face. I think they get it for real this week and realize, uh, 
we're not ready yet to play with the big boys. 16 and a half. I'm taking Texas. I think they win this one by 17. I think they get a little hype with a ranked team coming in, and I think they, they pull it together this week and they smoke them. Another game that I'm going to put in my JT parlay coming up here just in a second. I'm going to unleash it for you. Houston two and two against Texas Tech one and three. I've been hearing everywhere Texas Tech QBs are banged up. Their starters hurt. He doesn't know if he's going to go. If he doesn't, their backup is hurt. They're not even sure who the third stringer is going to be at this point. They're trying other guys out in the lineup. That is bad news. Their other quarterback, who they used to have as their third stringer, was their second stringer, now at Houston. So I think that's this is a big game. I think Houston comes back. They're, I think they're ready to put it to them here. I It's just their quarterback, Donovan Smith, Left Texas Tech, transferred to Houston. You know he's been thinking about this game, looking at it since he transferred. This one's been circled on the schedule. He's been pretty solid this year. Houston is starting to get together on offense. I like Houston in this game. They've lost some uh, some tough games here recently. But I just think Texas Tech, I'm worried about the Texas Tech after the – they almost had Oregon earlier this year, but with the QB situation, one or two – injuries this thing could get real ugly right now texas tech is an eight and a half point favorite i'm gonna take houston on this i'm actually gonna push it up my parlay i'll tell you here in just a second but i i'm taking the points here i think houston sticks around in this game they're plus eight and a half over under 51 right now uh i i definitely like houston in that one another one if you're looking kind of off the beaten path uh game marshall against old dominion three and oh marshall against two and two old dominion it's 14 and a half i like buying that one down to 13 and a half you can marshall's looked really solid so far uh the running game has been on point as uh rasheen ali has been back he missed most of the year last year was absolutely phenomenal as a freshman Missed most of the season last year but he has been on point this year as he already has 396 yards Seven touchdowns, 132 yards a game, 6-3 a carry through three games this year. Uh, He's looking fantastic like he is back on track. I'm jumping on Marshall there. I think the offense is just too much for Old Dominion. Looking through the last little bit of the slate, uh, another big top 25 game, LSU-Mississippi. LSU 13th, Mississippi 20. Mississippi's got some injuries. They got some – there's word that some of the players have left. The team, right now it's LSU minus 2.5, over under 67.5. Jackson Dart's basically been the entire team for Mississippi. I think LSU's defense is much better than Mississippi's defense. I'm going to take LSU at minus 2.5 here. I think they get this one done. Uh, Ole Miss, I like the story. I like Lane Kiffin. I love Quinson Junkins, but he has not been able to get it going this year. They've had injuries at wide receiver, and basically Jackson Darts had to do it all himself. I think LSU's just got more talent. Uh, Malik Neighbors is an absolute stud at wide receiver. So I'm jumping on LSU there. Another game I'd look at possibly hammering, and this will be my last one before we get to the JT Parlay play of the day. Oklahoma against Iowa State. They've struggled a little bit against Iowa State lately. It's minus 20 and a half, over under 48 and a half. I think Oklahoma's defense is the one that's starting to get it together. I think their offense has enough. I like this one. I think Oklahoma can pull out a three-touchdown win in this game at home against Iowa State, who has struggled so far. I am leaning the Sooners in that one. So let me pull up this again. We're going to play up the JT Parlay play of the day. Just a reminder, everybody, this is kind of my 
throw it out there, a Hail Mary, put a few dollars on it, and see if you hit a big one. Uh, this is by no means my guarantee in any way, shape, or form. This is one I just like to throw out as a crazy play uh, to everybody and kind of see if I can get something to hit. So this is my JT Parlay play of the day. It's a six-pick parlay this week, plus 2,835 on FanDuel currently. I... Bumped Houston up to 10 and a half. I think they cover that at minus 140. Jacksonville State, my Thursday night uh, game I love, minus six and a half at minus 115. Louisville, minus three, minus 120 for them. I like them. Georgia, I bought down to 12 and a half at minus 148. Marshall, 13 and a half at minus 114. Took Oklahoma down to 16 and a half, win by 17 instead of that 21. So I like Oklahoma there. And then that is my 16 parlay. Put it all together. I've got a half a unit on it at plus 28.35. You kind of can decide, you know, what you feel comfortable with and what you want to play. I moved those lines a bit. You can take them straight up if you like, but I moved them a bit. So that's a 16 parlay plus 2,835 on FanDuel. Houston plus 10.5. Jacksonville minus 6.5. Louisville minus 3. Georgia minus 12.5. Marshall minus 13.5. Oklahoma minus 16 and a half. If you got any questions or anything, feel free to hit me up on the Twitter or the X Twitter at JT Orange. I'm on there talking uh, fantasy football, fantasy hockey, sports gambling, all that good stuff. I appreciate everybody kind of listening here. You got any questions? Make sure to hit me up uh, and have a good one. May all your draft picks hit and the trade never quit. Thanks for joining me in the stew. See you next time. Uh, you up on trades and why you move? You ain't designed to lose. Find you jumping over seemingly nothing. Racking up points makes the game a little more fun to watch. Can drop release. We started with the